0: going? Susan Ruth here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey Human Podcast. On this episode, I sat down with Cecilia Garmer. She's a former Dominican nun. So she told me all about her childhood, the decisions she made to become a nun, what it was like to be a nun, and then ultimately um, her decision-making process and not being a nun anymore. And what that entailed. And what life is like on the other side of nunneriness. (laughs) That's not a real word. Anyway, um, I put a bunch of links on heyhumanpodcast.com on the links page um, to lead you to places that we talked about in the conversation. Um, Social media, I'm all over the place. Uh, Hey Human Podcast, obviously on Instagram and Facebook and on twitter it's under susan ruthism s u s a n r u t h i s m and um yeah where else i mean i'm all over the place on the internet if you typed in susan ruth i had a i have a feeling my google would go out a few os so that's not a brag it's just the way it is i'm ooh <laughs> i'm not ooh but i'm ooh <laughs>
1: um
0: that made no sense Um, yeah, I'm going on a little bit of sleep, hardly any at all. I just got back from Los Angeles, I spent a week there songwriting, uh, with some great writers, Jason Miller, um, Kevin Fisher, and Sammy Plotkin, and had just a ball, so much fun. But I also got a chance to interview, um, a motley cast of characters. I'm so very excited about, uh, the episodes coming up, um some activists and a witch of the year from the church of Satan and uh, just uh, some cartoonists who are delightfully funny. Um, yeah, it's, uh, this is just rocking and rolling everybody. Um, can't wait for you to hear what's coming up in the next few weeks. I know I say it every single week, but I just get so excited about it. Um, as always, you can reach me Susan at heyhumanpodcast.com and i there's a donate button on the HeyHumanPodcast.com website. Um, if you're feeling altruistic, it uh, takes a lot to keep this machine um, I'm putting together, keep it going. So any any donations helps. I'm starting to look into doing the ad stuff or maybe Patreon or I, I don't even know what yet. But I'm starting to poke around and, and see what's what with that just because, you know, being... Being a one-woman army here. And... Well, you get the drill. You know what I'm saying. I don't have to... I don't have to go into too much detail on that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling people about it. Um, we keep growing. It's so exciting. And... Yeah. Um, oh, I did want to bring up also, real quick, if you're still listening to this part and you haven't skipped over it. Um, if you find me on iTunes uh, for Hey Human podcast, obviously... But you can also find me for my music on iTunes under Susan Ruth. So, S-U-S-A-N-R-U-T-H. My albums that I've put out over the years are on there. And if you want to know what some of my music is like, at least the stuff I write for myself. What I write for other people, of course, is different. But for me, you know, you can check it out on iTunes. Susan Ruth. Um, It's... It's, it's kind of like donating. Only <laughs> you get music out of it <laughs> if you want to buy a record. Hooray. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, also, the eclipse just happened. Um, oh, my gosh. There's so many things that just happened. Here I am thinking only about myself when there's a whole world of, oh, my gosh, going on. Um, the eclipse. First of all, I'm sure many of you uh, either went to where the totality, the pathway happened or saw a glimpse of partial wherever you were if you're in America, and if you are not in America, I'm assuming that you maybe watched on the internet or on the news or whatnot. It was something to behold. Wow. Um, You know, I thought I'd cry. I didn't cry, but I I certainly said, oh my God, a whole lot. It was extraordinary. And I I didn't know how I would feel about it. It's funny. I thought, oh, you know, it's going to be an eclipse. Okay, so moon over sun. There'll be a... A ring. It'll be pretty, you know. Whatever. I don't know that I really wrapped my mind around what was about to happen, and as it was happening, I was, it, I was absolutely awestruck. Um, it really was an awesome, hence the awestruck experience. Um, I am slightly disappointed that aliens didn't shoot out from behind the sun and do whatever aliens do. That was a bummer. But the rest of it was incredible, and. It's been neat looking at all the pictures. I know that a lot of people have said this, but I'm gonna echo the sentiment that the idea that I was standing in my yard with some friends staring up at this event, knowing that all over the place other people were doing the exact same thing. All my neighbors came out onto their lawns. We were all looking up and it was really beautiful. It was a really beautiful thing to experience. Um, In other news, of course, a few days before that, while I was still in Los Angeles, all the craziness went down in Charlottesville, and I had a write after that um, the next day after all that was going on and I cried. <laughs> poor Jason Miller, my friend uh, I, I went over to to his family's house and we sat and we wrote and we talked about life and and people and human you know people just being so horrifyingly awful to each other um, and I cried a lot Jason was so patient with me but I just I think I just had to get all this emotion out you know I, I marvel I marvel both at how lovely we can be for and to each other and I marvel at how horrific the treatment you know we we inflict upon each other it's just it's mind boggling to me sometimes And yet, sometimes I think, oh, this isn't a surprise. And I hate that about myself, that when people are awful, I'm not surprised. I should be surprised every time, because it shouldn't be the norm. I know that's a judgment call, but I think you kind of get what I'm feeling, what I'm saying. Um, I just want everybody, I'm Pollyanna in that way, I want everyone to get along and to I don't need everyone to be the same. That's not what I'm saying. And in fact, I celebrate our differences. And even, I said the other day to a friend of mine, you know, even people who have hate in their hearts, that's okay. I mean, I wish they didn't, but it's okay that they do because that's their path and that's their journey. What I am not okay with, of course, is when people are violent on either side, on every side, to quote some people we know who talk about both sides, But when it comes to violence, boy, howdy. I mean, I know war is... I'm going to go off on a philosophical tangent, but that's the way it is. I know that war is, um, as they say, a necessary evil. Um, Man, I wish we could figure out how to not necessarily agree and yet not hurt each other. You know, you might be a hateful person for whatever it is you hate. um, But you can keep it to yourself and live your life. As long as you're not inflicting it on anyone. And that includes, I think, inflicting it on your children. You know, let your children grow up to believe what they want to believe. You have to teach hate. I do believe that. And it's an unfortunate product of being a human being. Um, anyway, I could go on and on and on and that's not why you tuned in, is it? So, uh, (laughs) Let's talk to a pacifist, a nun. Actually, I don't, I don't know that she's a pacifist. I just assume nuns generally are, but she's a former nun, so maybe she was a pacifist and she's not anymore. Either way, she was a delight, and I really enjoyed the conversation. How's that for a segue? Um, Cecilia Garmer, former nun. Uh, she's an educator now. She uh, teaches special needs kids, which is a beautiful thing, and... Hey, man, the more folks in the world shine in their light, I'm all for it. Um, she's a she's one of those folks. So hope you enjoy, and <laughs> thanks for listening. All right, here we go. Cecilia Garmer. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to Hey Human Podcast. Great to be here. Thank you so much for coming over and hanging out Yeah, chatting. <laughs> um, you were introduced to me by another uh guests that had been on the podcast previous by Gabrielle and she's awesome. Yes. So I met her uh through some other friends. it's this podcast is funny. It's it's introducing me to so many fascinating people that have since become friends, which is right. lovely. Yeah um but you are a former nun. Yes. Yes. So I just want to start from the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what what exactly like what brought you into nun uh the sisterhood and then and then out again. So let's just start yeah. from the, the get go. Um, Come into the world Catholic.
1: Yeah. Um was um born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Um both my parents were um Catholic school teachers. They met teaching at a co-ed Catholic high school in the late fifties. Okay. And um uh yeah so I was you know raised in a in a catholic you know family very um devout in a way that was not um like in your face you know not um you know like we're not walking around like we have uh like we're holy card pictures of saints and things because yeah. we were far from that yeah. um but the the relationship with god was was daily lived just it just was yeah. you know and it had a present. it had very much and um so I you know was kind of formed in that uh that that desire to be in relationship with God um
0: did you have siblings I assume yes like um, 12 13 no I'm kidding yeah <laughs> no. Is the no I know, I know.
1: That is kind of the the running joke um Strangely enough, my mother my grandmother was the oldest of seventeen. Whoa. Yeah,
0: that's pretty crazy. Every but, time somebody tells me that they've had more than three or four children, my, my <laughs> vagina actually cringes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No it, kidding. it actually uh, yeah, I'd be like, like a what?
1: I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, seventeen. Yeah, know. it's crazy. But anyway, that's a But whole your mother did not have
0: seventeen no, children. No.
1: And neither did my grandmother. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was uh the youngest of four. Okay. And um, I had an older sister mm-hmm. um, who was 10 years older than I. Mm-hmm. And then two, uh, I have two older brothers. And um, my, the older sister passed away suddenly mm-hmm. when I was four. Oh my. Um, she died of Rice syndrome in 1976. Mm-hmm. And she was just getting ready to start high school. Um, so that was um, a definite kind of transforming. At
0: 14, she was?
1: She was 14, yeah. Okay. Um, just totally, she was totally healthy, fine, and just it was all of a sudden. Um, Rye Syndrome,
0: of, is, that, is that a hard thing? No,
1: that- it's, uh, from what I understand, it's, um, you know, they say not to give aspirin to children uh, who are anywhere from infant to 21 if they have a fever, and back in 76, they didn't know much about this. Um, she had kind of a weird summer flu and on her own took Pepto-Bismol, which I'm not so sure it has aspirin in it, but it definitely it says it on the bottle now that it can trigger this. Um, and from what I understand, it um, shuts down the liver mm. and causes the amino acids to go out into the system and just basically attack all the nerve cells and if they they nowadays they can catch it quick enough to not cause too much damage but
0: back it in was, the 70s yeah and yeah. that actually was a more common occurrence i feel like in the 70s so i knew i'd yeah. heard of that yeah, yeah, before yeah. but i was like what but they, i don't right. hear much about it anymore it's yeah. certainly one of those decades that yes yeah
1: yeah um
0: well i'm and, so sorry
1: well <clears throat> you know that's it's all part it's all part of my story really because um, my, how,
0: how does a family that is so entrenched in the belief of God and who loses a child suddenly yeah. come to terms with that?
1: Um, that's a that's a really good question. Um, like I said, you know, my parents were they were re- they were real in their faith. Um, my my dad had a a real kind of everyday understanding and relationship with the um, with christ you know dying on the cross you know the the suffering christ and who then resurrected and was you know trans he transformed suffering right. um we still feel it and we feel it in it, all its darkness um mm-hmm. and its emptiness and it's in the anger you know we feel all of that and yet um we know he he is there in it with us um and my mom always said that my dad, after my sister passed away, you know, they were, they're so suffering in all of this. And he said, you know, and I mean, this is not, this is not just like trait sort of saying he was saying it for, um, because it was, he was feeling it. Right. Um, he said, you know, we have to have our, our good Fridays to earn our Easter Sundays. And that, um, hearing my mother say that, um, knowing what kind of you know what she suffered really as a mother and and her, yeah, being angry and and fighting it and and the um and the darkness that I know she must have experienced, and, that and was yet her truly, first born, no
0: less. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah,
1: and Mary Fran, that's my sister, she um was everyone who knew her i still get communications from people that went to school with her that who knew her maybe were older than her and were good friends with her she was an extraordinary person for so young an age yeah um she was yeah yeah Yeah. she was kind to everyone and um you know was the one that reached out to the the kid that was being made fun of and she was real creative and um, she had actual
0: that. Jesus consciousness. In yeah. Other words. yeah. Yeah. Right. Christ and, consciousness. Yeah.
1: And, um, and so that her, she really kind of was my mother for the first four years of my life. And mm-hmm. so then when she died, we were all grieving in our own way. And it, and so you kind of grow up, um, in this situation where loss is real, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, the relationship with God is, is real, mm-hmm. and um, I, that you just kind of, uh, you learn how to live in a way that even though you, you can go through incredible shit in your life, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can still be a happy person, mm-hmm. you know, and especially my dad, he was such a man of joy, and I say in the past tense, because he... He died of cancer when I was in high school.
0: Oh my lord!
1: Um, but he—he he was a man of joy. Like it was, you know, another one of situations where people loved him, you know, and he loved everyone. Yeah. Um, and yet he suffered intensely, you know. And um, I, I, you know, that there's that whole kind of grappling with with suffering and how you can have joy in it and this is so strange but it it kind of goes into a whole nother realm of my personality Mm -hmm. um you think of i have this thing for like female comedians Mm -hmm. yeah carol burnett Mm -hmm. and a great uh, one right um, penny marshall Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um these are are people who suffered Mm -hmm. um tremendously Mm -hmm. in their personal lives and yet brought joy
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: to so many. Yeah. And I mean, just thousands, millions. It's a very really. comic
0: thing, I think. A lot yeah. of comics have very dark childhoods and yeah. past and things. Well, at four years old, I'm curious, mm-hmm. so if you lost your dad when you were fourteen mm-hmm. and you lost your sister when you were four. Yeah. So at four and the explanation to a four year old, let's say a pet dies or something. right? And you to explain <laughs> the concept of life and death, but here it's your your sibling, yeah. who's like your mom, as you said. Yeah, yeah. So how does a four-year-old, how did you come to terms with death at that age, comparatively to when you were 14? This is um, well, I think,
1: I don't even, I don't know if I really kind of came to grips with it when I was four, because it was just not an understanding of what was happening. Yeah. Um, it, I think, that it definitely set something emotion in, in me that um, makes the even the perspect or the the prospect of loss very painful like it scares the heck out of me and it's not it's not a conscious thing it just is you mean it's, now yeah it's yeah. like uh, it's 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 a lifelong thing sure. it's like you know any child that suffers some sure. sort of trauma um it, it does. It, I, I teach um, students. You know, I, this is my twenty-first year teaching, and
0: thanks for your service. Oh
1: well, it's it. Believe me, it's a joy. <laughs> it's an it's my passion, um, and I get that from my parents. You know, they yeah. were teachers. So anyway, um, it definitely you know the loss and the tra- trauma of that you know young does set something in motion in you. And it could be. There are times. Well, yeah, you know, I can get angry or you know whatever. But I, it's it's just who I am. It's part of who I am. The loss. And, uh, the loss yeah. and the my my dad and my sister are are always with me, you know, and it's this, it's not, it's not a coping mechanism. That's not, I've had, I've had people say to me before, you know, you're, oh, that's, you know, your, you know, faith or whatever. That's just kind of a way for you to deal with it. No, it's not. It's real, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, in
0: my belief system, I mm-hmm. totally agree with you. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: So I know, I know. we you know, we started off with the uh, uh, being introduced as the ex nun, <laughs> you well, know. Yeah, but, but uh, there's but a but journey there's, to it. it there is. is much. There is a journey to it.
0: All right. Um, so you're 14. Your father has yeah. passed away. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think like the that that um, fear of loss also kind of um, coming up. To my father's death, because he was diagnosed with cancer five years before he died, and so mm-hmm. we there was again, you know, something emotion that I. It's like I I needed a grounding sort of um, that was something sure, <laughs> you know. What I mean, do um,
0: you mean? You like mean with God?
1: a well, more of like a community oh. in a sense, mm-hmm. um, something that I. I knew wasn't going to go away, <laughs> you know, right. um, I, I don't understand, I didn't understand that until, you know, recently till now, you know, that I, something about me, my personality is that I'm a very community oriented person. I love to bring people together, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I love to, you know, make friends with somebody, introduce them to somebody and then. Okay, I'm yeah. off to the deck. You know, and it's not that because I, I value each of the. Malcolm
0: Gladwell calls those the connectors. Those okay. Are, yeah. 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 And it's a tipping point. Yeah. a tipping point. Yeah.
1: yeah. So um, I was I was taught by the sisters, the community that I ended up entering in high school. They taught at my um, high school in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and um, I saw their joy, and um, they they were so energetic and dynamic and charismatic, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I saw their community, you know, living and I was drawn to that. And I, I felt, and I, I think too, having been so young, not just with my sister's death, but also dealing with, um, you know, kind of the edge of life (laughs) with my dad and witnessing this, there was, um, a real sense of, There's something more, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know.
0: Did your dad have a peacefulness about the idea that he was going to pass away? Yeah, he
1: really did. That probably helps
0: a lot when Mm -hmm. you're a kid, too. Yes, yes. I Um, mean, it doesn't, obviously, nobody wants their parents to die. But I imagine that that would bring some sort of sense of peacefulness to it. Yes.
1: And it. it, not that it was, um, he wasn't like, you know, ready to leave us. He definitely did everything he could, you know, to stay with us. Um, he was ready to take whatever treatment, you know, and then in the end, he ended up having a bad reaction to one of the treatments and that's what ended up causing that, the final, um, you know, this final month, you know, when he, after he, before he passed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but yeah, there was this, whether it was conscious or not, it, the, um, the the fact of eternal life was like right there in my face, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, I was, but I was also very, you know, worldly, you know, with the, as a teenager, um, I was, you know, dating and, um, just being a regular teenager. I yeah. Listening to,
0: <laughs> was it all girl school?
1: It was an all girl school, okay. but my parents, um, taught at the, all boys high school ah, nearby so okay. I, jo- I used to joke and say I had access yeah, <laughs> <you know? right. laughs> full access sure, to sure. You know, these
0: guys. yeah and you did sports so uh, right there you would also have right. more of an intermingling I imagine exactly yeah.
1: exactly um so and you know the neighborhood you know I just had a, lots of good friends yeah. in the neighborhood uh, so where was I going? Uh, <laughs> we were
0: talking about loss and gra- uh, how it yeah. grounded to, to believe in something yeah. grounded you.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the grounding it almost it wasn't necessarily the belief. Um, I had the belief already. It was more the um, like substantial, you know, grounding that I needed because mm-hmm. something, a person, physical person was gone Right. another physical person was about to go Yeah. Um, and so I was drawn to um, you know when I it's you know you kind of look at your family my family is definitely yeah they were they were grounding they were um, my support system mm-hmm. but at the same time I, I've had two of my family members leave you mm-hmm. know so yeah. I'm kind of like wait a minute <laughs> you know and I, this wasn't a conscious thought But looking back on it, I think this was a lot of what ended up kind of leading me
0: to Mm -hmm. enter
1: a community, um, you know, the community of sisters that I entered, because I saw that as something... um, it was established. Is it, it was a... Is that
0: a mosquito? What yeah, is I don't that? know what
1: it is. Oh, <laughs> Good catch. I don't think I caught oh, him. Know, I can <laughs> see him. Though. I'll try and catch him. Maybe I caught him. Do I, don't know. <laughs>
0: anyway. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the, the whole time, is your mom still there? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, because a lot she of times is. people check out during these sort of things. No. Mom, so she was still pretty yeah, pretty. Yeah.
1: My mom... Um, I, I joke, but it's for real. She's truly badass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know... Um, she just turned 82 um, last month, oh. and um, the strongest woman ever, strongest yeah. woman on the planet. Yeah, um, And, you know, I also joked that, you know, I'm terrified of her, you, <laughs> know? Yeah. you know, she's scary as shit, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, um, and you know, people that, I talk to people that have taught, or she's taught, you know, and they're all like, oh yeah, she's, you know, weird, she's a badass, but, she's a badass, but But we, we like adore her, you know, people see that strength and see, yeah, she, she can be a little intimidating, but she is so good to people. Um, she's a very selfless, um, person and the, the, um, you know, when I was speaking out about wanting to go into the convent, um, it was... It did not go well. With your mom? Um, with my mom. And how um, old
0: are you when you were basically saying, huh, th- it seems like a... Uh, it,
1: was, it was not too long after my dad passed away.
0: Okay, so let's freeze frame for a second. Yeah. You are, what, 14, 15 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. A time when most people are raging with hormones. Oh, yeah. And you, and, <laughs> and you have access to, yeah. to that and all, and all that, um, and you think... Eh, not so much. I'm going to go be a nun.
1: (laughs) I know, isn't that Well, the thing is, is that I was dating, like, constantly, all the time in high school. And it almost became like a joke, you know. Um, I I laugh now because three of the guys that I dated, seriously, when I was, you know, before I entered the convent, all three of them married the next girl that they dated, you know, after I broke up with them or yeah. whatever. By the
0: way, that weird sound oh. is my pipes, and the, oh, the guy okay. was supposed to come fix them. And he's like,
1: oh, okay.
0: well, so, "So if you hear that, it's not a demon from the kitchen." It's,
1: okay. Well, anyway, you never know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the demon that's shown up in yeah, every yeah, podcast yeah. now. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so yeah, okay, so you're, you're the at the last stop before they get married.
1: Yeah, it's so they must have married
0: young. Well, um, people do I mean that in their early twenties. Well, you know, folk tend to yeah, do that, so they yeah, can have the sex. That yeah. Everyone's talking exactly.
1: about. Uh, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. But um
0: had you had you been intimate at this point? No. Okay.
1: No. Um and that might be another a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um but yeah, so you know, I was uh I mean, I, was, I dated right up till the week before I walked into the convent doors, you know. And uh, it was probably not like the most usual thing. But um, I, there was, I guess I was so sure of, you know, of what I was supposed to do as, as going into the convent yeah. that it was safe for me to, to date because yeah. I wasn't... Um, it wasn't it wasn't kind of a distraction to me in a sense. It just was be me being a normal teenager, and yet, okay, I've got this. That's my course. What know. did your
0: mom say to you? Um, there was
1: a, there was you know a lot in there. She had lost a lot, you know. So, um, she lost her only other daughter. Um, she had just lost her husband, and. Um, she she couldn't believe that God would take another person away. And I totally understand, you know, even, that.
0: Even to the, I mean...
1: Well, that's... because especially the community that I entered, they, um, while, you know, families are, you know, definitely a part of the community, they, there is a definite separation. Ah. And, um, and it's felt, you know, by the family, by the sisters where, um... It's there's a bit of a cutoff. Okay. You Why know, don't well, I mean
0: you marry God, right? Is it sort of
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah. It's kind of like the idea, yeah, you know, becoming a bride of Christ. Yeah. Um and but there's, you know, stages, so it's not like right away you don't make vows, you know, there's kind of Years sure. of preparation and that yeah. kind of thing, so.
0: What is it, like, the first day of comment? Is it school, or is it actual? Um, do they shave your head or something? No, no, something no. No sh- no. Okay, I got I, do. I, mean, I only all I is from the movies. Yeah, no shave.
1: Yeah. So, um, right. So, you know, Sound of Music. We all think of Sound of Music. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, with Maria, there she was wearing kind of like a black um outfit that wasn't like a, a habit in the sound of music right yeah. you know uh in the beginning yeah. and um so it almost looked like a pilgrim sort of outfit sure. you know she was actually just in she was just a postulant which is the first year okay so she hadn't really made any vows or you know anything she was just in the Going steady stage, yeah. I guess, and that's what the first year is. Um, and I mean, you're
0: allowed to leave if you don't want to st- right. stay. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, up until the up until seven years, pretty much, mm-hmm. um, you can leave freely. Um, and okay well,
0: what does that mean exactly well i mean
1: you could even leave that well the seven years seven years into it is when you actually make the final profession of vows mm-hmm. where you say for all my life you know and it's a final commitment
0: and what happens if you break that uh
1: well it's it's a um now we're jumping to the day i entered and then leaving okay, yeah, before we go there then yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do,
0: I do want to ask that question so let's remember yeah. that for sure but yeah. um so first day of Comment school of comment life. life, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, I forgot to mention this, and this is kind of a big deal. Um, that the the reason I went in, my intention in going in mm-hmm. was to give my life to God and be of service to others, and that was like the forefront thing in my mind. Um, and so that's you know, like the focus, it was that was my one focus, you know, while I could date and all this stuff, that was boom, it was like laser, <laughs> you know, focus and um so yeah so that that first year um it it was it was hard you know i don't know and that was in 1991 i don't know if i could have done it in this day and age with all the techno, technological access mm. you know that Why that is that, has had. um you know the big deal in 1991 was the fact that we got we got a cordless phone that we could take from the kitchen to the sure you know living room. <laughs> you yeah. know, cell phones
0: you not a big deal. I think would have kept you from
1: um maybe you know yes. or would have made that that separation even more difficult. Really. God, of electronics. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I love electronics. You know, have I you read the
0: book American Gods by Neil Gaiman? Yeah, no, I you, okay. love it. Okay, it's, yeah, I
1: have to check that out. A
0: reader, it's incredibly good.
1: Awesome. Um, so yeah, so going back 1991. Um, yeah, there was a separation, but there wasn't even email then. You know, sure. Um, so, uh, it was you know letter letter writing. Um, we had a
0: lost art if ever there a, was right.
1: Um. So, when that first year, we could write our family twice a month. Um, phone calls, we didn't have um, like normal kind of phone calls, like, hey, you know, yeah. just call And
0: why up. is that?
1: Um, it's so it that the sister. Life, by the it way. does, it does. Um, it is to help, because it's such a radical change, it's to help the sister to focus on this new life which is it is radical it's not like anything that we have in the world mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. um yeah so you know uh it was hard but at the same time um I still you know I had that laser focus sort yeah. of thing and but it's funny cuz looking back I remember being at prayers like the second or third night and um kneeling there and <laughs> thinking to myself, What the hell have I just done? You know? Um Ironically. Which, <laughs> which right. And which is even more hilarious, well not hilarious, but poignant, I think. Um, because since I've left I've never had a second thought about it. About leaving or I, about yeah, I've I've never regretted leaving. Sure. You know. I've I never regretted Going in? Going in, except, you know, that I'm like, what the hell am I just doing? Like, what are you thinking? You what, know?
0: Why do you think that was? Do you think it was the being kind of ostracized from the family unit? Or do you think you uh, were you just realized the, the gravity was, of the yeah, choice? Yeah, think? I
1: think, you know, realizing the gravity of the choice. I was, I'm a free spirit, you know. And um, when you're a free like spirit. Maria. Like Maria. When you're a free spirit, you know.
0: A I the a whisper
1: cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, it was how to solve a problem like Cecilia. Yeah. or More like well, it. Well, at
0: least it, you know, fits in the song.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it, I think just, you know, so many, you know, regulations and rules and everything, which I knew were there and I had kind of wanted, but, boy, when you're in the midst of them, you know,
0: Do you you think since death is something so out of our control that mm, the idea of being in a place that's so controlling, not necessarily a negative space, but just a controlling environment where Mm -hmm. there are so many... Predictables. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the appealing thing somewhere in your psyche.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Definitely could be. And yeah. And but also... Having, yes, that relationship with God, but then also relationships with um, other human beings that are supposed to be a support, you Mm -hmm. know, to just living life, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and they were, in my mind, they were a sure thing. Like you were going to have these supports that weren't going to go away, you know, not that the sisters weren't going to die, but that they were always going to be there, you know, like you were going to have this um, when I went in there, in the entire community, there were about 150 sisters, um, from the youngest to the, the oldest. who at that point, was uh, probably like 98 or something. You know, and there's yeah. also
0: a mother superior. Yes. Than it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, yeah. And and when I entered, there were about 14 of us that all went in at the same time.
0: Did you know them beforehand?
1: Um, there were two of them that I did know. Okay. Um, I, there were two girls that I went to high school with who also went in, which was very unusual. And it was, um, you know, some people might think, oh, y'all just sat around and went, hey, let's go into the convent, you know. And it wasn't like that at all. Um, one of the sisters or one of the girls that I you know, was in high school with, was actually, she had been like in this goth kind of, you know, group, was almost expelled, senior, sophomore year of high school, because the sisters thought she was in some kind of weird, you know, satanic cult thingy or whatever. And, um, and it, it You're was. You're in the wrong cult. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we and. We have much
0: better cake. And, Come on now. Uh,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> So, you know, she she actually came to me. We weren't like friends friends, but we, you know, we hung out in totally different crowds. Um, but she came to me and she said, you know, I really think I might, you know, be called to, you know, enter the convent. And I was like, What? you know, and um and then we, there was another girl from the the class. We did end up all becoming friends, but it wasn't it was it was kind of already the, the choice and the, the pull was kind of a separate thing. I, you know, I kind of look at it, you know, when Jesus called the apostles, you know, they were, it was an individual call for all of them. Um Some of them, you know, like Matthew, the tax collector, Jesus walked in and was like, follow me. And he was like, all right, that's kind of crazy. But he did, you know, he just got up and went. And then, but then there was, um, uh, you know, Peter, James, and John, James and John were brothers, you know, right. but they knew Peter, and, yeah. and, you know, the, the friends going in, sure. you know, fought to follow Jesus together, and then, they, you know, it was all different, you yeah. know, their calls were all individualized, really, yeah. and that, and that was definitely something that I, you know, kind of experienced and saw, you know, with my two friends, and, yeah, um, yeah, but then you know we would we were we would hang out before we entered the convent sure. you know and we would do like crazy you know co- because I we went in a year after college a year we went to college for one year so you know we also experienced a little bit of the college life was that
0: intentional um, or just the way it just kind of it just kind of
1: okay. yeah it's just kind of where it worked out okay um, but then that whole. When we went in, we were f- still friends, but the that whole relationship kind of changed um, because that. We, we couldn't do the same kind of things that we did before, you know. Like, smoke go, pot, no, we didn't smoke any <laughs> pot,
0: but you know, a little go. too much of that sac- yeah. sacri- mm-hmm. sacrificial, no, that's <laughs> no. Wrong. sacramental one, yeah. One of yeah, what yeah, is yeah, that? Those. Was the goth girl that did the sacrificial one, yeah.
1: No, well, she didn't actually do that, <laughs> just, no, she didn't do that, she just hung out with those people, yeah. <laughs> you know, not didn't really hang out with anything, yeah. yeah. We all culture. have the yeah. goth friends, yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Um. But, uh, and the other two are still in, and they're beautiful sisters, you know. Um,
0: so two of, the, of you left, and two of you stayed. No,
1: two of them oh. are still in the convent. I'm the only one. Oh, there's three of you. Sorry. Yeah, there are three of us. I do fourth one in my mind. Yeah, and but there, there were 14 altogether from, right. you know, from age 18 to... Forty-one that yeah. entered together. That we all entered at the same. 41. time. Forty-one. That's a no. Forty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To be forty-one years old.
0: Yeah. yeah. To go in. Yeah. Although, I mean, part of me is like, yeah, I get that too. Yeah. It's a, there's an appeal to the, to that. Yeah. When when you you know I don't know look outside.
1: Yeah. In, yeah. The, in the world
0: today. That makes, yeah. Anyway, so but well, it's, it's
1: kind of kind of funny because I'm about to turn forty-five and I can't imagine going in like yeah. You, yeah. Know, sure. <laughs> you know. Sure. I you interesting yeah um but sh- but uh the the other two who stayed are just they're lovely yeah. you know individuals and and out of the three of us i was the one that they were like she's not leaving you know she's the shoe in she's the lifer you know sort of sure. thing and that was, that's what, that's, that was my thought so as wow. well. How,
0: how far in were you starting to have doubts? Um, and also, yeah. I know that this is a question that other people think, but again, hormones are raging. Yeah. Was there, you know, stuff going on with the sisters? Uh, I mean, I imagine, cause you, it's, it's human.
1: Well, I, I can, I can't
0: speak to that. Don't. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I can't yeah. speak All to right. that. So, um, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um there's a great there's a comedy that's about to come out featuring a lot of the SNL people. Have you seen the Um I've seen for that? the
1: previews for a lot of the Parks and Rec people. It's yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah, funny. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. And horribly it looks, blasphemous. it is very blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, know, I don't know be, if I can watch it guess, to be honest.
0: You <laughs> got to have a sense of humor. I mean, yeah. you would you'd have to have a sense. Of, if you're an omnipotent being, I mean, seriously, you got to have a sense of humor. Yeah.
1: Dude, oh, know? yeah. why really, like the
0: chosen people are so funny.
1: Oh, completely. The Jews? Funniest Uh,
0: people! Exactly! (laughs) Like, the coolest people to hang
1: out with. It's hilarious. All right, so
0: where along the ride (laughs) did you start saying, hmm, something something Uh, ain't
1: right? I, um, I think several years into, let's see, I entered in 91, started to have, like, some serious trouble kind of within dealing with in the community
0: with, um, with the sisters? Yeah.
1: Um probably like you're uh I don't know, I've been in maybe ten years and um
0: Oh okay, so you wow, you made it ten years before you started?
1: Well, I mean there were trouble there was trouble, but there hadn't been I'm trying I, I to would say, what is
0: trouble? Okay. Is it like Katy Perry Taylor Swift trouble or is it like you, when you get
1: that many women together that's
0: yeah. It's and, real! It's a good yeah, caddy. even yeah. none caddy is a it's just um, the images that <laughs> well, funny.
1: Well, it's um I don't know if you know the comedian um Angela Johnson. Huh. She's uh if you ever heard of Bun she's um yeah, you have to check out Bun But anyway, Angela Johnson, she um does this comedy, she a stand-up comedy and um, one of the things she talks about is this was like in her the Christian church wherever she went she would joke about how um, yeah we don't gossip um, what we do is we get together we we need to pray for you know Susie uh, yeah you know and so gathering all the people together you know all the girls together and then you, together, talk shit and then you say yeah. let's pray for Susie or you know, she's praying yeah yeah she's <laughs> praying it out of wedlock you know that yeah, kind of thing. Sure. And um, I, you know, go back to Eve. I tell you, us women, we have a hard time with our mouths. You know, sure. we just do. Okay, I, oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. we can twist the truth. You yeah. know, we can.
0: Well, women are expert manipulators. Yeah, that sounds really sexist to say, but, but it's I, true. I, I would challenge anyone to not agree with.
1: That. I, seriously, I mean, come on. We gotta be honest about yeah. it. We gotta I, know ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, All the guys right now are listening going, yep, that's,
1: that's pretty much right. <laughs> but, you know, we're great, too, okay? Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, there's definite opportunities, I would say, for manipulation, for um, gossip in a way that it um, it could be baptized, in a sense. And so... What do you mean um, by that? Um... You know, going to superior and saying I'm worried about
0: mm. sister.
1: You know, so mm-hmm. and so, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I had I had some individuals who had you know gone to the superior and either made stuff up or um, had turned you know superiors against me. And um, That's not
0: very uh, Catholic slash Christian of them.
1: Um, you know. But humans are, bottom line, really, humans are
0: humans, right? Humans
1: are humans, and um, I would say it really came from a place of insecurity.
0: Well, it always does. Right, I mean? yeah,
1: it does. Um,
0: and this and, is somewhere in the middle of your tenure Yeah, there?
1: I mean, I think it, it it happened, you know, throughout, but it, it got to the point where it was... Um, like personality damaging Mm. you know to Mm -hmm. where i realized oh my gosh i'm becoming less myself Mm -hmm. and everything of who i am as you know cecilia garmer you know is and i i mean of course i didn't go by cecilia anymore because we got a a new religious name which i can talk about later but um I was becoming less and less myself. So,
0: which is ironic, given that you are not yourself. You're a nun with a new name, and they pursue right. your past life. And right, and
1: which you know, yeah, it was ceremony to like. Oh yeah, mean, there's yeah. all kinds of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very, yeah, it's yeah. Very
0: pagan, if, if you don't mind me saying. Well, you know,
1: uh, <laughs> a lot of the um
0: rights for ca- yeah.
1: rights for anything, sure. rights for Catholicism, rights for the Jewish faith. Well, the Catholicism, right to the Catholicism, are based in that of the Jewish faith. Right. and Which was based
0: in the pagan faith. Right. Sure. So they, well, like, in order to get new members to your group, it's good to incorporate some of the things they're used to. Yeah. And yeah. that's the best way to, and have better, yeah.
1: have better cake. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> have better cake. But also, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about, like with, um, you know, my my growing up and my early formation, and that uh, my dad's you know, real understanding of suffering, which mm-hmm. is a very human thing, mm-hmm. um, and having it be transformed, mm-hmm. you know, um, having it be transformed into something that's eternal. And that same with, you know, the rituals throughout, right. you know, in the um, the Jewish faith. And in, God took things that are, are very... Every day to us, Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. and gave them an at, made them an avenue of something that is of grace, yeah. you know, something that is uh, a window to eternity, right? You know,
0: um, so the sisters, God. God. <laughs> yeah. so them yeah. besmirching your name to the mother yeah. superiors and such became your cross to bear, if in you a will. sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. So that's an yeah. interesting that the layers of all of this are very fascinating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the the uh metaphor of it all. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I would say um and it's it's hard because it's hard to just put a blanket thing on, sure. you know. Um because the majority of the sisters were Kind okay. and we're there for the right reasons. and
0: Well, I would argue that kind people can also be assholes. Well, yeah. In their yeah, moments, yeah, yeah. Nobody's 100% anything. Right. But every once in a while, Mother Teresa was probably like, God, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. well was still a human being. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, it came
1: out later, too, that Mother Teresa, who is declared a saint you know, right now in the church, she suffered from great darkness. Yeah. Um, oh, and suffering and stuff and and like. i'm not sure if it was like maybe depression but it was definite like ugh, you yeah. know just like interior darkness yeah. that you would never know yeah. you know on the yeah. outside um
0: so before okay so i we're jumping around yeah bit. we so are no i'm that's, a free i'm a free no, no, no. associator <laughs> no, that's, me too i mean yeah, that's yeah. how conversation works anyway yeah. but um so So let's go back from ten to the seven. When Mm -hmm. I am very curious, you said you know at the seven-year mark you
1: make final profession. So
0: here you are, seven-year mark. Let's go back to that. Yeah. And what is that like?
1: Um. Well, it you know when you make a final profession of vows, um, it's something that you know, like I personally, just that you know was so focused on that and that this goal of making it, you know, um, and almost in a sense, like, um, the, like the grounding I was talking about, you know, once you're in, you're in, you know, at that point. And, um, when, you know, we say those vows, um, I was very, I, when I said those, you know, the vows, I was very conscious of what was happening. Mm. Um, I didn't feel any different. You don't, you know, nothing changes outside. Mm. Um, the most different I felt was the end of the first year when we received, when I received the habit for the first time. Or, well, when I received the habit. <laughs> you don't receive it again. But anyway, Um and because you're wearing something so different, you know, like, uh, you know, that's uh, full length, mm-hmm. you know. And then the the veil on mm-hmm. the head, it just that you, you feel different. You mm-hmm. know, you're afraid you're going to trip up the stairs. Um, all of a sudden, you're eating spaghetti and you don't know if you're going to get it all. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. those kind of things.
0: I always, um, I often wonder why so many uh, people have such issues with the Muslim wearing the hajib when, uh, what do you, I mean... To, to its end the Catholicists yeah. the nuns wear this, it's the same idea it's a mm-hmm. sure, respect yeah. to God and a covering of yeah. the head and
1: it's a visible sign absolutely is what it is. as yeah. is yeah.
0: the cross as is right. many as, as is the collar as right. is you know right
1: um
0: I, I just like to make that point because yeah. I think it's, it's interesting depending on and, uh, I I always find it fascinating how easily people will say that's different, that's different, instead of going, oh wow, that's really similar. There's right. a two face that cover the head out of respect, you know that. Kind
1: yeah, of, yeah. As, know, for the women. as long as it's it's a like you know when I entered the convent, mm-hmm. it was a choice you know that I may uh, yeah. to wear it and well, it just you I know I think it's a choice for the Muslim yeah. woman as yeah. well yeah. I mean
0: absolutely now the, yeah. like in anything, some cultures in it's some cultures not, things have gotten not, out of hand and yeah. crazy but most of the Muslim women I know who wear it by are choice absolutely by choice yeah. proudly and happily yeah so anyway all right yeah, yeah, I digress okay
1: yeah, fine. Yeah. so um so, yeah, so, boy, we just really, I no, no, know I don't know, went off the tracks know there, are, so you got the habit for the yeah, first time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, uh. Um, was it a hard habit to break? Sorry, uh, I said
1: to say that right. That's funny, <laughs> right. yeah, breaking the habit, I don't know. You heard that
0: one. I've
1: heard that one, <laughs> yeah. You know, some people suggest that for the name of my book, but, no you know, that's, uh, that's uh, coming down. Are you going to write a book? I'm working on Very it. Very good. Cool. Yeah, All working right. on it, and, but you know, mainly it's not it's not just about, you know, the convent years. Yeah. There's uh, there's a lot more there. Yeah. And um
0: how do you Oh, for the book or yeah, journal? for the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the uh, way, what's up with the Pope saying that gluten-free Eucharist doesn't count as body I don't, I, I don't know. I had about. my whole, like, this thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I'm celiac. <laughs> and so... Oh gosh. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, even when I went with my friends to their churches and stuff, I, I would I would have partaken in right. communion. Because I think it's a beautiful process yeah. and it's a lovely sentiment. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and, you know, geez, my homeboy, I'm down. And, uh, <laughs> and, but I couldn't do it because it's not yeah. gluten free. And so I was like, I'm going to invent a gluten free Eucharist going to Eucharist assured. Oh, God. Well, oh, that, that means so that, good. That and that then the Pope funny. went and dashed all my dreams. Well, the,
1: the one thing Pope. to understand about that is if there weren't any other avenues to receive the body and blood of Christ, then then I'm sure that there would be more of a kind of a lax on that. But, and there were sisters who were celiac as well. I'm sure. So, um, but they could receive the consecrated wine. Right. Which is not, Right, so sure, sure. that so I mean that, yeah. but it's, it's not, not the
0: blood and not the body. Do need it the is whole, the
1: well, the whole
0: kitten kaboo. Boy, <laughs> we're getting we we could be here forever. I know, but oh, it's we fascinating, really could be here forever. We, I love these. Yeah. yeah,
1: so you know, in when the bread and the wine are consecrated into the body and, and blood of Christ, I mean yeah. we use the terms body and blood, uh-huh. but every every crumb of the bread uh-huh. is the entire Christ every drop of the ah, of So the, they don't
0: delineate, it's just no sounds it's good. And every, the, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I yeah. Understand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, otherwise you'd be like, okay, which part of the body am I getting? You know, like am I getting the you know?
0: I'm a leg man. <laughs>
1: You know, I mean, this is kind of weird. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what the... The, the, ancient... the
0: Eucharist is chicken, you're like, do you want white meat or dark meat? I know, you no, no, no.
1: right. <laughs> you know, back in the... the um, wings
0: of Christ. Yeah, you know, I, I know. Hot just wings of Christ. It could go on forever. <laughs> I yeah. know,
1: but it, back in the, the early church times, the um, Romans, uh, pagan Romans, were accusing them of being cannibals. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> and it kind of shows... Most that the ancient Romans believed more in the the right. presence of Christ in sure. the Eucharist yeah. than yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. so that's kind of an interesting way to look at it. But um, so you
0: got the habit, for the yeah. First woo, woo, woo. Here we go <laughs> back to the
1: habit. <laughs> um, yeah, when I, you know, and um, when people say, and I still have people nowadays that will ask me, "Well, gosh, wasn't it hard to wear?" Um, you Know when you could, I'm sure you still played basketball when you were, you know, and I did, you know, we could, you know, I play basketball with my students or whatever, and I would play in the full habit.
0: Well, Prince um, played basketball in his full purple one outfit with <laughs> high heels and everything. And that's, something ads, that's, that's something else, that's
1: something else, yeah. Was the well, bomb. yeah, totally is the bomb. um, but they, I loved wearing the habit, um. Of course, it's so funny because now I love, like, getting all girly-girly and, you know, whatever. But I loved wearing the habit because it was the visible sign. Yeah. And um, I got my undergrad at MTSU, Mm -hmm. and there were about seven of us at the same time on campus. Mm -hmm. And we're walking around. Yeah. 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 We're walking around, Yeah, full habit. Of course, the students thought there were about 40 of us because it seemed like we were everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And but I was like in my head everything, Oh, made you think about God, made you think about God, you know. That's a good point. Yeah. And um but it it also made me very, very conscious of wherever I was to that I I was a representative of something bigger than myself. Yeah. And very big. Very big. And I might be the only religious sister that somebody comes into contact with. I might be the only representative of the church, of God, whatever, um, that this person comes across. And so um, being very conscious of that, sometimes I would kind of be like, you know, if a sister was kind of, you know, weird to, like, a cashier at Walmart, you know, or, or yeah, you know, or complain about, you know, I've only had, I only saw that a couple of times, but I was, like, real kind of, you know, patient, you know, (laughs) you know, know, whatever. One
0: time I was on a plane, and I was, I was a teenager, I was going to visit my grandparents, and my parents put me on the plane, and off I went, and that, (laughs) that cart came down the aisle, Uh and, uh, I would, I, the little baby alcohols that they used to keep yeah, use, like yeah, they yeah, before, yeah. now they put them, you know, back with them. Mm. But before they used to be on the cards And, you know, the flight attendant was coming down the aisle and then she went to go do something and it was right there, all the alcohols. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking around and I leaned to steal no. one and there's a nun. No. Straight, up, one back and across. Yeah. And she looks at me and I'm like, what's up? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. And I almost got busted by like, So I didn't
1: do it, obviously.
0: That's hilarious. I'm sure she thought
1: it was hilarious, too. I bet so, (laughs) yeah. You have that guilty kind of look anyway. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah, so, you know, I saw wearing the habit as a privilege. What did
0: you study in college?
1: Um, Well, interdisciplinary studies was my um, graduate degree. Okay. um, With a minor in studio art. Oh,
0: cool. And...
1: um, So that basically, that's what um, MTSU calls their um, education degree is interdisciplinary studies. Sure. Um, And then uh, later on, I got my master's in uh, theology. Cool.
0: If I I think about getting my master's all the time, and there's about there's three subjects: religious, Mm. philosophy. And uh, literature, those are the mm-hmm. three. I'm like, can I get three masters? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> boy, if I can day. afford it now, I'll I know, do it. Right? Yeah, I sure was know. so expensive. I know.
1: Um, yeah, but the sisters—they're always getting their degrees. Yeah, always going from one degree have, to the next. See,
0: maybe I'll become <laughs> a nun at like 40 something and, and just be like, all right, go to school now. Check out later, everybody. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: um so here's a question okay. that's a little bit deeper and more serious is mm-hmm. during all this time of course mm-hmm. all this stuff with the Catholic Church and children is going mm-hmm. on how are the nuns dealing with all this stuff I mean yeah. um, especially because I think I feel like nuns are way more integrated in society and as mm-hmm. far as their outreach and their understanding of what's uh-huh, going on mm-hmm. really in the real world compared yeah. to like the archdiocese and all the, the upper crusties yeah. you know
1: yeah yeah um very, um, very, very careful, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, we were, and it, it wasn't just in the community. It was like, because I taught in Catholic schools my entire career until I left the convent. Sure. Um, and in every Catholic school and in every diocese I taught in, the training against, you know, any of this was like major. Like, we, you know, we were constantly going through... Um, professional development to Addison,
0: no pedophilia uh, yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah, and
1: the warning signs and sure. the, this and that and how to not get yourself in a bad position and um, you know not and I mean they're just regular precautions that everybody needs to take you know, sure. um, just to be any teacher I think in any oh absolutely you know especially um, in these days not, yeah. totally totally like it's rampant yeah. Regardless,
0: um, right the the teacher as a predator, yeah, seems to be an issue. These yeah, days.
1: really crazy, and yeah. that's you know just people who are, um, who knows? <laughs> I mean, who knows what they're trying to cope with in order to? I mean, you know, with their how they get into that, trying to cope with something that's yeah beyond That's them. a
0: whole other subject. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so back back to the nunnery. Uh, yeah. All right, so you're starting to see that there's.
1: Yeah, it's um it I'm starting to feel it more deeply. Yeah. I'm starting to feel um you know we talked about my my fear of loss. And when you um you know I had a uh, a very good friend in the convent who um she was really one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And um we were stationed together and um for like no, no reason whatsoever. I mean, there was no explanation whatsoever. She just turned, turned against me. It's like the weirdest thing was so middle school, you know, it was so middle school. Yeah. And, but it was hard because we're in a, there were just four of us, Mm -hmm. you know, living in this one, Mm -hmm. you know, convent teaching school and everything. And I think definitely it had something to do with jealousy and that was it usually does. And it you know when I say these things um to some it might come across that you know I'm kind of like full of myself you know whatever I just see I know every person <laughs> ever was created sure. whoever came into existence has their own specific gifts talents life experiences, whatever, that helps them to fulfill whatever it was that they were created for. And they're the only person that can fulfill that mission. Mm -hmm. Um, No one else can do it because they don't have, nobody else has those same talents, you know, whatever. And I see the gifts that I, and it took me probably until um, like the last, Two or three years before I left the comment to realize this—that the gifts that I have, that a lot of people were jealous of and were trying to beat down, um, were gifts. <laughs> they were indeed gifts, mm-hmm. and they were for the good of others, and they were for certainly for my good and my existence, but but for the good of others. And um, what kept happening is. Those gifts were either misinterpreted or, um, you know, I'm a very outgoing person. I'm very personable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love people. And sometimes my personality could be interpreted that I was drawing people to myself. And that was not at all the case. You know, it was kind of like, you know, we talk about... You right? mean we you talk were about... like a
0: favorite nun and everybody yeah. loved you. And yeah. so, you know what though? I think people, unfortunately, the human ego gets in the way of a lot of things. And True. many of the people listening, I'm sure, have had that friend-to-me. Yeah. Friend-turned-enemy yeah. who didn't you shine your light brightly and those mm-hmm. who maybe don't know how to shine their light as brightly or right. who are in constant darkness. They're not right. so fond of right. other people shining their yeah. light.
1: Yeah. So. And I think that, um, you know, they, they would, people would see this. I think I'm drawing people to myself, but it was kind of like what we were talking about with the habit, what I loved wearing the habit because it made them, it got people's attention, not mm-hmm. for me. Right. But, oh, for God. Yeah. And so, yeah, okay. So I got your attention. Now let's talk about the Trinity. You know, like, and it wasn't, and I'm a very real person. I mean, I had lay people coming and talking to me about things that I can't believe they were talking to me about. I I saw
0: nuns for conversation all the time. If I see a nun, I'm like, can I talk to you? I love it. I mean, it's a great conversation. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um. It would drive my mom insane whenever I would visit with her yeah. because people were always stopping me. She still talks about that now. People were always stopping me yeah. because I was the sister. Yeah. I was I was theirs, you yeah. know, and um, and I was, you know, fine with that. Yeah. You know, I saw that as an important role. Sure. Um, but it drove my mother crazy. She said, I only have one week with you and blah, blah. You yeah. know, it anyway, was funny. Um, yeah, so... So when you say uh, yeah. it's the
0: seventh year that you, that's it. There's no turning back. But that's mm-hmm. not exactly true, right? Because no. otherwise you are in uh, be able to leave. But the, right, it's, yeah. it's more of the pop and circumstance of like seven years. Seven is such a big number, obviously. Yeah, true. I,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's definite, um, you know, hoops that you have to kind of you know jump through to um, be released from the vow. Those final vows, and um, that's you know. Some things that I had to to go through later on when I you know was leaving, um, but do you want me to go there? Now? I do. Okay. I
0: am <laughs> okay. And I, I mean, unless there's more leading up to that, I am curious um, about what the hoops are that. Un- yeah. So un- we can un- go do. to the hoops. Okay. <laughs> we can
1: go to the hoops. So it um, the last year, I, I'd finally gotten to the point where I I felt no matter what where I went, no matter. Um, who I had as my principal or superior, um, they all wanted, they all wanted something different for me, but in, in a sense, it, what they all really wanted was something the same, which was me to not be myself and for them to be number one, you know? Oh, interesting. Um, and it wasn't like, I, I don't think it was something that they consciously were, like, I am want to be number one, it was that if I were gone, <laughs> that their lives would be better and mm-hmm. easier. Um, because then people wouldn't like, I wouldn't, the one that is liked wouldn't be around. Right. You know, sort of They didn't of thing. talk
0: about transferring you or something? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's what, yeah, I kept getting moved. Mm. I kept getting moved around, which... You know, some people say, well, that shows that you have a problem, you know, if you're constantly moved. Well, every t- every place I went, I kept wanting to do what the superior or principal wanted me to do. But every time I went somewhere, it was something different, you know, and then I would get in trouble for, you know, being like questioning or whatever. The last place I went, they wanted me to do this, you know, so I was like, gosh, you know, and if Um, I even, I I did have one of the the principals and superiors, um, in the, like last, last fall, I saw, um, some of the sisters at an event and she pulled me aside and she said, she apologized to me Mm -hmm. and it was actually a really beautiful moment. And, um, she said, you know, you know, back, you know, at this particular place, I, um, I wasn't, I wasn't good to you. And, did um, she say why? And she said, um, "I, um, I, I didn't, I didn't do right by you, and it was really about pride." She mm. said, "I did not realize it at the time. I didn't see that that's what was going on, but that is exactly what happened."
0: It's a shame that they would push out good nuns that really are yeah. are shining brightly, which is yeah. what the church would need, right? That's what a community yeah. would need. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't matter to me what faith you're in; it truly believe doesn't. Believe me, I'm not perfect. Yeah, if, you're, <laughs> I mean, but if you're a good human being and you really are trying to make the world a better place, mm-hmm. and you know, not not from a place of destruction, but a place of love and grace, mm-hmm. regardless of the religion, right? You know, then I just it's a shame that that, that doesn't yeah. get propagated.
1: Yeah, and I. I I definitely, you know, do not think that that's the intention, you know. But it—it's—but it's uh, it, yeah, ego but it's, is a
0: powerful little beastie. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's one of the deadliest. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So what happened yeah. when you turned in your habit? What? So
1: I, um, I got to the point where I knew I just, you know, what, just can't do this anymore. I can't do it. Um, out of justice uh because I was the whole reason I went in remember was to give my life to God and be of service to others and I got to the point where I was basically just a shell um I was so not myself anymore I was afraid to be myself because mm-hmm. that meant losing <laughs> again mm-hmm. losing loss loss you know and I uh yes you know when you enter the convent you do know that you're giving your life to God and in a sense dying you know for Christ but, Hence the new name, n- right? But not completely. Uh, I, I don't. It just didn't make sense to me. You know. Yeah, I'm supposed to be dying for Christ, and I know. You know, I signed up to be in the battle, <laughs> but wait, there's this is not right. You know, there's some things that are just some seriously not right here. Um, and so I made the you know said I gotta I gotta ask for a leave of absence. And so I wrote a a letter, just a short note to, um, the mother and, um, it was dated July 4th, Independence Day. interesting. Uh, so I I met with, with mother and, um, she was completely shocked and heartbroken, um, that I was asking for this leave of absence. But she, did
0: she know the things that have been? She
1: knew. Um, and but I don't know that's just that's a whole nother can of worms but um but she yeah so but she was she was very shocked she um did not she just, she saw it as a um uh reaction to a new assignment you know mm. whatever and I was like no yeah so she asked me to wait a couple of weeks to you know just maybe you know maybe you're you know overthinking this but I was like no okay so I was like, sure, I'll wait two weeks. Well, in those two weeks, I was doing, making all the preparations, packing my stuff, mm. you know, getting ready to leave. Mm. And um, and then I eventually went to her and said, you know, I have to, I really have to go. And the, the whole story of that whole thing, I mean, I did. I did it all legit, you know, I got the, um, you know, somebody take me to the airport you know whatever and one of the sisters and got all the paperwork and everything for that um and then i had to write a letter to pope francis to get official release from my vows of poverty chastity and obedience and which i had made publicly you know intentionally to keep for all my life (laughs) you know so i it was right you know that i would have to go through that um, you know, the paperwork and all that, too. Uh, Sorry, I just have yeah, to ask,
0: yeah. how does a grown woman, or man for that matter, take the vow of chastity?
1: <laughs> that's, a
0: nother, that's a whole nother podcast. I mean, we'll
1: deal with that. Uh, I mean, I think Yeah, it, yeah, is it,
0: Was it hard to do? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're like...
0: Are you allowed to masturbate? Okay, we're not
1: even going to go no, there. I mean, really? Yeah. Mean, is that yeah. a sin, or I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. it's technically considered a sin. But it's better but...
0: than... than Having sex, I guess,
1: yeah. I mean, it's all, but you know, There's keep like, in mind too that, um, like at least for me, um, little things were made such a big deal of, you know, by
0: other sisters, yeah, yeah,
1: that you were just in constant were, fear of that things that were, were big, um it the the whole conscience thing got really mush got real mushed up, you know. Yeah. Because if I was getting a very strong reaction to um the way I walked down the hallway. Right. <laughs> you know. Sure. And but I'm but I know, like I'm I'm being taught um that, you know, masturbation is a sin or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Sure. sure but my experience is I'm getting in a lot of trouble because this sister doesn't like the way I'm walking down the hall, (laughs) you know, it it really kind of, you know, so that's a whole nother conversation, you know, it is, it is. Um, but it's definitely something that was a, uh, it, yeah, cloudy, (laughs) cloudy thing. Um, is, is, Chastity possible, it is. Oh, you yeah, know, sure. Anything. If you make a
0: choice, you can.
1: Yeah. Um, I
0: had to learn to never eat gluten right. again. Exactly. So it was a choice forced upon yeah. me. but yeah. right. You know, yeah. You know, after a week or so, you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You figure out ways around it. Sure. You know? <laughs>
1: make fake bread, you know? <laughs> you fake fake rice crackers are my <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> Oh yeah. God, it's just hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you, yeah. you sent the letter to Pope Francis. Yeah.
1: So that was in August. Well, I mean this is August. So um, that was August 2013. I left the convent in July 2012. Mm-hmm. So it was a year mm-hmm. after I. And you were so almost, I was. I was living in the world. Okay. Still technically under vows, but living uh, like a normal person. No habit. No or, habit. Yeah. You know working making money um traveling you know not having to get permission for everything you know but
0: not dating or anything yeah no No. not really dating. No. no
1: um and then so then in uh august i uh wrote the letter to pope francis in conjunction with the mother superior she also wrote a letter and um I knew that the paperwork was going to take several months. I mean, it's huge, you know, organization. Um, So, yeah, that came back in February um, of 2014. And um, mother called me. She said, you know, paperwork came back from the Vatican. I can come to you or you can, you know, if you want to come to the convent, you know, you're free to do so. So I, I was like, oh, I'll come over, you know, to the comments. I went and... Uh,
0: in your letter to Pope Francis, did you yeah. have to say why you were leaving? Or yeah. Just... Yeah. Oh, just, okay.
1: And saying that I understood, you know, that I had made, you know, this this commitment. And, um, but that I, I felt that I could not continue to do it without um, trouble, <laughs> you know, I guess in a sense for my soul yeah you know, really, which is true, you mm-hmm. know i um yeah, I could not <laughs> you know um injustice continue, so yeah, so then the paperwork came back and uh um, met with Mother, had a lovely lovely conversation um and then we went over to to sign the paperwork, and I knew the second I put my signature on there that it, it was that was it, mm-hmm. you know, and that I was you know would be not, uh, I was free, you know, and I, I picked up the pen <laughs> and I'm getting ready to sign. And, um, I put it down and I said, can we just pray, you know, and I say a prayer. And she's like, Oh yeah. So, you know, she's beautiful, spontaneous prayer, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay. And I picked up the pen and I signed it. And as soon as I finished signing my name, huge weight lifted off my shoulders like you can like I you know I talked about how I didn't feel any different yeah. you know when I had uh made my final profession um I felt something different and it was very real yeah. um when I when I signed and I knew that I was free
0: did you uh, sign it with your sister name or with your birth my,
1: name? my um birth name okay. yeah
0: sure.
1: um yeah so, well, actually, no, it was a sister name. Boy, it's been a while I have to go back and look at that. <laughs> I know it's everything's so clouded. Sometimes there have been times that I have signed my sister name. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, can yeah. you say what it was? Uh, Sister Jane Francis oh, okay. was my religious name, Hi. and um, ironically enough, when you had asked me, um, now I don't know when you're going to post this podcast, but a couple, uh, of a weeks. couple of weeks, okay, well, today. It's uh, the feast of St. Jane Francis, who's, uh, she was my patron, my sister patron. And what was she
0: famously um, sainted for?
1: She was, um, her story is very, very interesting. Um, She was in, uh, came around in the 1500s. Mm. She was a French noblewoman and um, had grown up um, really, you know, strong Catholic family Uh, ended up marrying, um, at 21 and, uh, to like a great, awesome guy. They had six children. Um, then her husband was suddenly killed in a hunting accident, um, nine years into their marriage. Mm. And she then, um, you know, after her kids were going to be taken care of several years later, she ended up becoming a nun. And she started a religious order of sisters called the Visitation Order with St. Francis de Sales and the um, high school that I went to while the Dominican sisters were in charge at, when I went, the um, Visitation sisters had founded the school. Mm. So the sisters that who were founded by St. Jane Francis, you know, so there's a history, sure. definite history there. And when mm-hmm. I, the name I took... Um, Jane Francis was in honor, not only of St. Jane Francis, but also of my dad and my sister, because my sister was Mary Francis Aww. and my dad was John, Jack, yeah. um, and Jane being a form of John. So, yeah. you know, it's, um, I'm very conscious of, uh, another one pulling for me up, up there, yeah. <laughs> you know, in St. Jane Francis. So, That's cool. yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you left, as you walked out the doors after signing that piece of paper, yeah.
1: Uh, what did I do? What
0: happens next? Then you go to Outback Steakhouse, have a blooming onion. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> um, well, honestly, that night that was not a plug for Outback Steakhouse. No, it, <laughs> wasn't. it was just the first um, weird thing that popped. I, it's funny because because
1: uh, mother said to me, "You need to just go and have a glass of wine," which I thought was like awesome. You know, I was like, okay, so I went, and uh, there is a wine called Aquinas Wine. Now, Saint Thomas Aquinas. Was a Dominican, which is the order that I was, and I was like, I'm going to get a bottle of Aquinas wine. I think I drank the whole thing. Nice. <laughs> it's a great wine. I am putting a plug in for that.
0: <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, so, uh, how are you with God at that point?
1: Um, better than I had been in years, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, I when I left, I had a conversation with one of the my old high school boyfriends, you know, who is happily married, great guy, wonderful family. And he said, um, how is your relationship with God now? Versus, you know, in the comment, I said, it's better, mm-hmm. you know. He said, well, then, then you did the right thing, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, I think in a lot of ways, the all the stuff in between a human being and their faith, whatever it mm-hmm. may be, all the different quote-unquote quote, requirements convolutes that feeling of connection when mm-hmm. you just connect instead of worrying about going through the rabbi or the priest or the pastor or the imam or whatever it is, or even the mm-hmm. tome, for that matter. I think people find a, a peacefulness when they read tomes of mm-hmm. religious texts. But ultimately... That idea that you know the temple of God is within, you know, mm. that true, yeah, that all the other stuff it almost is confusing and it, it, it can it, be, yeah. Um, in my experience, like, yeah, I get very deep in my own self, and, and right. then I feel it most of all. You know.
1: Well, and um, going back to the, the whole visible sign thing, you know, I'm sure. uh, very big on the you know, the visible sign. and. Those some of those outward things are are important for us because we are body and soul. Yeah. So um, there's you know there's an appropriate balance. That we I need understand to have. the
0: need for it absolutely. Yeah, yeah, And and I'm I'm not.
1: No, I'm I know. I totally to, get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
0: just, just the way I I work. And it's funny yeah. though too because even though for me it's on the inside, um, I have had moments where you know things have been super heavy and I'm like, God, yeah. show me some sort of sign. Yes. And you almost say it tongue in cheek in a way, because right. it seems so corny, but inevitably, boom, <laughs> something yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. I often say, and in fact, I had a songwriting appointment the other day and, uh, we wrote a, 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 a worship song and, you know, I write all different kinds of songs, right, but right, this right. one in particular was a worship song. And, uh, I said to my co writer, Shelley Skidmore, who's an incredibly talented mm. woman, it isn't whether or not we, we have think, faith yeah. in God, it's whether or not we think God has faith in us. Mm-hmm. And uh to me that is so resonant. It's that's that's where the, the tripping over my own toes happens, right? Mm. who, who mm-hmm. am I to be worthy of such love? Right. Yeah you know. But the bottom line of that is learning to love oneself is the most for lack of a better word, godly thing a person can do, mm, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm not even religious. So, right. But that to me makes philosophical sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't even have to do, like you can be an atheist and still have that sentiment. It's like mm-hmm. learning to love oneself. is right. the ultimate connection yeah. to all things. Yeah.
1: What I always say is that being able to recognize the gift. You yeah. Know, and you, when you're able to recognize the gift in yourself, in other people... That's right. really recognition that somebody else gave it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's and and you can
0: replace the word miracle with beauty, with hope, with faith, with any of those mm. words because they're it's, all related. It's all the same thing. Yeah,
1: it's all related. Yeah. So, at um, least in
0: my belief system.
1: Yeah,
0: and I might be wrong. I mean, that's always a you know, it's
1: God has a way of he he you know he's infinite, so he he draws us in all different ways. So, you know, yeah. and he. Um, you know, you were saying how, um,
0: and I refer to God in the pronoun he as well, but I yeah. don't. To me, it's it's just a word. It doesn't really. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't picture like the dude on the chair yeah. with the beard or anything. Like that. Right. It's just, right. Right. You know. Yeah.
1: Semantics. Yeah. Well, the only visible sign we had of that is Jesus. So <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we you didn't go have to we God's house in the toilet seats up. can it. <laughs> right. I knew you were a dude. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> no. well, you sure did hang out with some ragamuffins too so but that's all another story <laughs>
0: rag-a-muffins. ragamuffins are the most fun exactly yeah. gluten-free ragamuffins <laughs> in my case <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. It's such a
0: journey. I mean, yeah, I yeah. I have so many personal questions that you would probably never answer, but I that, at least not here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, because you have students and such, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah,
1: I got to be, you know, careful. But yeah. I am I am in the process of writing a book and and the, you know, the purpose of writing the book is not about um, you know, uh, not about just telling the convent story or whatever, and it's not about Trashing people, or you know, that kind of thing. Sure. It's more, I want people to know that you can go through incredible shit in your life and still be a happy person, sure, you know. And really, life is a gift and it's a beautiful thing. And yeah, we can go through some pretty deep, you know, yeah. junk, and and still, it all I, I know it, for me, it's it's who I am. This is all part of my journey, you know. Absolutely. And I look and I. I remember growing up thinking, um, not thinking really anything about the fact that, oh yeah, I lost a sister, and oh yeah, my dad was sign of cancer starting in fifth grade, and oh yeah, you know, that kind of thing, and like thinking, that's, that's my, that's the norm of existence. Sure. You know, and thinking, oh yeah, everybody else, you know, <laughs> but no, not everybody else, you know, experiences that, but they experience their own, you know, kind of struggles or, you know, traumas or whatever in life. Um, I also, to me, it's, it's normalcy to say, oh, you know, when I was in the convent, but <laughs> that's not a normal thing to say. You sure. Know? Um, and I laugh about it cause I realize, oh yeah, it's not normal, you know, but for me it is. Yeah. This is my journey. Absolutely. And it's my journey while there have been some really hard things, I wouldn't change any of it, you know, and.
0: That's a good place to be. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, for sure.
1: It's, Life is beautiful. Amen. So, uh, yeah. Amen, sister. <laughs> Literally. Literally.
0: Except for not anymore. <laughs> right. I'm the unknown. Yeah. yeah. Cecilia, this has been fantastic. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank
1: you so much.
0: Yeah. And when is the book coming? Oh, you know? gosh. I'm, it's I'm in still where, yeah, yeah. It's in process. I understand. Yeah. Absolutely. Some
1: things are a little hard to get through. You have to sure. make yourself sit down and oh, I know. get it, through it. I um, yeah, it's kind of hard because I'm teaching and, you know, trying to do that at the same time, so...
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, I think, and before we start, I just say say, I'm assuming having only known you for an hour now that you likely make an incredible teacher because you're able to see things from so many sides. Are you teaching in Catholic school?
1: No. Um, I teach at a private school okay. in the area yeah. that serves students with learning differences oh. now. So, oh. um, and uh, I've always taught middle school uh-huh. and I love it. I love middle school. Yeah. It's, it's that I guess just because my whole focus like on the journey yeah. Middle school is like significant journey material. Yeah. You know, I'm it's, not talking about it's the belief. River con. <laughs> I'm not talking <laughs> about like Steve Perry uh, <laughs> yeah, I do, too, right? yeah. journey, but yeah. but you know, um, it's that transition from sure. one major you know time in your life to to another big time in your life and i love being part of that and helping students across that bridge it's so fun it's awesome it is it's so fun and i get to be in a a early adolescent for all my life so yeah yeah thank you thank you so much bye everybody Bye. bye